The arrival of Cortez is a mural in the National Palace in Mexico City. Diego Rivera painted it in 1951. And let's just say, the story of the Spanish conquest is really not a happy one. But it forever changed what Mexico would become, and it's rooted in who Mexican people are. For centuries, Mexican artists have tried to make sense of what really happened. This is the mural that Diego Rivera painted showing Cortez and the Spanish coming to Mexico. In contrast to some of the murals that he painted at this time and in the National Palace showing the beauty and the glory of the indigenous peoples of Mexico when the Spanish came, this one is really sad and troubling and it shows the terror that the Spanish brought in terms of slavery and killing of of indigenous people and also the diseases they brought that killed millions of people. So let's set the scene. Almost 500 years ago, we're talking 1519, historians estimate that the Aztec Empire was more than 25 million people living across what is today modern Mexico. The Aztec Empire was enormous and it was pretty brutal and they had by the time the Spanish came they had gotten a lot of enemies. It's understood that in many ways the Aztecs were the bullies in the neighborhood. They regularly raided and captured people from other tribes for human sacrifice rituals. So if we think about what things were like when the Spanish arrived there is that um, dynamic that helped pave the way for the defeat of the Aztecs. Here's Luis Lopez. It's also important to note that the the Aztecs were the first colonizers of Mesoamerica, right? Because all these other uh, groups were independent pretty much until they started taking over. And so there was already this tension, this feeling of we're, we're sick of these guys. They keep, you know, capturing our soldiers. They keep making us pay tribute and send resources to their empire. And so when the Spanish arrived, they, they were definitely ready to, to overthrow them. Situation. Old Mexico is ripe for conquest. Mission sees land, resources, and native peoples. Execution lead 500 well-trained Spanish conquistadors. Administration, in the name of the King of Spain. Command and control, Captain General Hernán Cortés. That's from a History Channel documentary called The Conquerors. And this is episode four of Nuevas Voces, a podcast about the art and history and culture of Mexico and why it all matters. I'm Ross Chambliss, and here's Luis Lopez again. So uh, we know that the Spanish arrived, if I'm not mistaken, in Hispaniola, right? The island that is now um, Haiti and the Dominican Republic. Uh, Then they worked their way uh, to, we could say, the mainland and work their way inland. And along the way, uh, they've kind of continued their, their tradition of, of establishing settlements and colonies and uh, utilizing uh, the people in those areas for labor, whether it be slave labor, um, starting to collect resources and send those back to Spain and, and kind of send out of, look what we found and, and trying to claim, claim ownership of, of everything they came across. You know, just what normal invading armies are supposed to do. I guess when they arrived in, 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 in the Americas, they probably didn't have an idea of the extension of what they were going to find and the richness of the territory. I think in, in, in terms of the Aztecs, the 
the way they saw this city well organized, the way they were producing uh, many different things, and you know, gold played a very important role in this in this uh, conquest. It should also be mentioned that this was the moment that Christianity, specifically Catholicism, was introduced to Mexico. So we know that the standard of Hernán Cortés was basically the cross. It was the cross of representing Christ and, and representing that this is what we want. We want to populate and we want to uh, evangelize in the name of God. We want to gain this territory in the name of God. Catholicism was not only a religious power, but a political power. I think it was definitely used as a tool, right? It justified what they had to do to, to achieve their goals, right? And so I think it's much easier for a person to say, well, I'm doing this for God than I'm doing this for greed. The Aztecs managed to drive the Spanish out of their capital, Tenochtitlan, but Cortes and his men returned later to complete their conquest in 1521. One of the key reasons, historians believe, was not the might of the Spanish or their technologies, but an unanticipated virus. In Rivera's mural, one of the first things that catches your eye is the group of men having some kind of exchange in the front and center. And we see this man with um, kind of a gray, greenish face, uh, dressed as uh, Spanish. Uh, it is believed that this person was Cortes. And why is, he, why is his face green or gray? Smallpox was carried in by several of the Spanish soldiers, and the disease quickly spread to the native Aztecs, who had no immunity. They could not have carried off the the conquest without the, bringing smallpox. Right. The disease killed most of the Aztec army, and more than a quarter of the overall Aztec population at the time, many estimate. Disease, and as we mentioned before, the, the Aztecs had enemies, so you had a lot of uh, indigenous on indigenous uh, you know, fighting as well, and so all these factors definitely contributed to, to the downfall of Tenochtitlan and the Aztec Empire. Hmm. Not everything the Spanish brought was bad, according to Rivera's account. Well, we have the horses, the introduction of the horses. Maybe the only upside, actually. The other thing they brought were arms, firearms. Ah, yes, guns. What would we have done without guns? We have the cross in the upper side of the painting. Uh, it's an evangelization. And if you see the face of the priest, and again, the face of the, the Spanish soldier is this almost comic, ugly face that means, you know, the introduction of religion in a very ugly way. I don't know how else would you describe it. Something also very distinct in the mural is an indigenous woman carrying a baby. With blue eyes. <laughs> you see that? Mm -hmm. So what does that represent is what we've been talking about earlier is the the creation of this new ethnicity. She means mestizos, people who are a mix of Spanish and indigenous ethnicity. You know, one thing that stands out to me in this painting, um, compared to Rivera's other works, is this is mostly, to me, uh, a Span of sp a Spanish influence. Other paintings will show a mix, right? You'll have some Spanish, some more, you know, people that are indigenous. Here, the indigenous people outside of the woman carrying the, the mestizo baby are 
slave labor or servants. A majority of what we see in this image is of Spanish culture, and to me that comes off as uh, depicting how heavy that Spanish influ influence was. It was more of, you guys need to jump on board with what we're doing, not so much let's mix at this point. This mural also portrays rows of black and Indian slave laborers in the background. That was very distinctive in the 1600s uh, when uh, Bartolomeo de las Casas, I always bring this up in the classes, Bartolomeo de las Casas, was uh, he's actually considered to be a saint in the Catholic Church. He uh, was an advocate for the indigenous uh, people in Mexico. He was the one who started to the idea to eliminate slavery in Mexico because indigenous people were being treated as slaves. And he wrote letters to the king saying, these are wonderful people. We should be able to treat these people as human. They deserve to be treated equal as us. Instead, what Bartolome de las Casas proposed was using the slave labor of black African people. In other words, rather than enslaving the indigenous peoples of Mesoamerica, de las Casas pushed the Spanish to import slaves from Africa. To this day, some blame him for beginning the transatlantic slave trade. Just horrible. Horrible. So uh, it's believed that uh, among the, the ships that uh, with Cortes there were already black people, but they were introduced even more later in the 1600s because of this idea. I think it, what it conveys is just the, the horrors of the Spanish conquest and the treatment of the people, the inhumanity, the power of the horses, the weapons, the cross. Um, the thing, one thing that's so interesting is you can just imagine what it was like when the Spanish came on those galleons. They had never seen anything coming from across the ocean, and they called these floating mountains. Um, they had just imagine looking up at someone, not a person, but a metal. Someone metal, they didn't metal. have metal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they built all these all these cities without using metal to cut things. They were using stone to cut stone, and uh, seeing these people in full armor shooting rifles on these horses, which they'd never seen, coming on these ships that they'd never seen. Remember, in Europe, trade was so predominant. I mean, the Vikings were, were sailing all over and trading in, eight, in 800. Mm -hmm. So, But Mesoamerica was completely isolated. They had mm -hmm. never seen anything like this. It must have been terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. I know uh, a lot of times in texts we'll, we'll see that, uh, or they'll, they'll mention that the, the Aztec thought, you know, Cortes and the men were gods. Um, that has since been pretty much disproven um, through, through scholars and research. But I definitely try to put myself in, 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 their, well, in their position. How would you even process that? Mm -hmm. You know, this thing I've never seen in my life. I mean, if something happened right now, I wouldn't, one, I wouldn't automatically assume, oh, that must be God. Two, where do we begin? Are they friend? Are they foe? I mean, wow. Diego Rivera's arrival of Cortez is in the National Palace of Mexico in Mexico City. You can see an image of it at our website and home for this podcast, artismexut.org. 
This discussion about whether the Spanish did anything positive for the Aztecs and indigenous peoples of Mexico often triggers lots of emotions. If you have strong feelings on the matter and care to comment, we want to hear from you. Go to our podcast page at artismexut.org or our Facebook page and join the discussion. Thanks as always to our expert voices, Luis Lopez, Fanny Blauer, and Susan Vogel, who are of course the regular hosts of this podcast. This is made possible by a grant from Utah Humanities. Music you've heard in this podcast is from Joaquin Rodrigo and from the 1998 film La Otra Conquista, The Other Conquest. It attempts to give an indigenous perspective of the conquest, and I definitely recommend checking it out. At the end of this track, the Aztec protagonist warrior will cry out to the sky in the Nahuatl language, God of the Sun, why have you abandoned us? <laughs>